Panic opened her eyes. There was a brilliant glare in the room. Smoke hung around her so impenetrable she could barely see. Her eyes watered from the billows of smoke. She bolted up in her bed and heard the crackling and saw the reddish-orange fingers of hot, scorching fire eating their way up the draperies. Maggie screamed and leaped out of bed. The fire was confined to the tall barred window nearest her bed. She screamed again, seeing the flames eat faster, more hungrily at the window's trappings. She raced madly toward the door. She yanked at the knob, yelling at the top of her lungs. The door was stuck solid. It refused to budge. A spasm of coughing made her double over and almost knocked her to her knees. Help! Help me! she yelled, but her screams ended in choking coughs. She tried to think of what she should do. The fire would engulf her if she did not do something, anything. Staggering across the room, heedless of the heat and the fire, she grabbed hold of the flaming draperies and yanked with all her might. The heavy brocade plunged down, almost enveloping her. First one, then the other panel was yanked from the rod. The hooks that held them were old and rusted with age. They came unhooked from their support without much effort. Maggie felt the fire in her hands, but she had no time to worry about possible burns. The pile of blazing drapes lay in a heap like a bonfire. She saw the fire begin to eat its way into the carpeting. She swept the heavy coverlet together with its blanket from the bed and threw it over the flames. She cast herself down on top of them and rolled back and forth, beating, pounding the flames into submission, smothering the fire until nothing remained but whispers of smoke that seeped out from under the edges of the coverlet. A large empty vase sat on the console. She seized it and ran into the adjoining bathroom, filling the vase with water. Back into the bedroom, she poured the contents down onto the smoldering heap, again and again until it was nothing more than an unrecognizable sodden pile of rags. With the vase dangling from her hand, she staggered toward the window and tried to raise the sash. Like the door, it would not budge. In desperation, she lifted her arm and sent the vase crashing through the glass panes, shattering the moldings that held them in their intricate pattern. A rush of cool, clean air flew in at her. She sucked it deep into her lungs, resting her head against the frame, not caring about the jagged shards of jutting glass so near her face. She sagged motionless at the window, breathing deeply, feeling the thick ache in her head, the stinging in her eyes. Her heart was pounding in her breast. Every nerve of her body was screaming out at her. The smell of burned cloth hung about her. When she stepped away from the window, her foot bumped something heavy and solid. She glanced down. The candelabrum lay on its side, its candles charred and almost completely melted. Maggie frowned down at it. She had not put the candelabrum there. She'd left it on the bureau, completely on the other side of the room. Her skin still felt scorched. She went into the bathroom and time and again splashed water up over her face and eyes, relishing the cold, clean relief it brought. After what seemed forever, her throat felt less constricted. She let herself slip to the cool, hard-tiled floor where she lay with her head cradled on her arm. Suddenly, she started to cry. From deep within came uncontrolled tears and sobs, and she gave herself up to her fear, crying softly until her exhaustion weighed down her body. She lay, thinking about the burning draperies and the candelabrum that had somehow found its way under the bedroom window. How it had gotten there, she did not know, but she knew one thing for sure. She had not put it there herself, and it could not have gotten there all by itself. 
Someone had obviously sneaked into the room and moved the lighted candles to where they could ignite the drapes, setting fire to the room. But who? And more importantly, why?